are midsummer and life is better poolside. Welcome to Henrico Happenings. I'm Kristen Smith. And I'm Victoria Davis. In early 2019, Henrico County partnered with Novick Aquatics and Regency to create a facility that will support water safety and healthy lifestyle living. And they did it in the most unusual place the old Macy's South Building at Regency Square. So this project took a little over two years to finish. It is the Nova Aquatic Center at Regency. The facility supports a Board of Supervisors initiative to make Henrico drown-proof by offering another site where Henrico County Public School students can learn how to swim. And we're diving in today with Leslie Hughes, the Chief Learning Officer for Henrico County Public Schools, as she shares some insight on the Learn to Swim program. Welcome, Leslie. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thanks for being here. Can you tell us about the Learn to Swim program? I know that this was a pilot program a couple of years ago, and then COVID. Mm-hmm. Womp womp. <laughs> um, but we're really trying to fire it back up this year and next. Sure, absolutely. Um, Henrico County Public Schools is honored to be hosting this Learn to Swim program for all of our second graders. As you said, uh, COVID uh, paused us for um, some time, and now we're kicking back off, or should I say swimming back off, um, into this endeavor, um, with the goal being over the next two years to have all of our second graders swimming. Um, as you know, um, there is uh, some community data around the number of students who um, um, don't know how to swim at certain age groups. And there is also community data around the number of students who drowned. And that information um, coincides with uh, the amount of students that don't know how to swim with the age group of students that do swim. And so as a means to meet the goal of uh, that community need, um, Henrico County Public Schools has partnered, as you said, with some of our community agencies to um, develop a Learn to Swim program for our students. Um, so at the end of next school year, all of our second graders will have um, engaged um, in swim lessons with NOVA and the Y. Um, and that uh, program is to address several different needs. Obviously, basic learning to swim, um, you know, goals and skills. Um, it's also designed to meet students' social-emotional needs. So when we think about Henrico's strategic plan um, and we think about safety and wellness that are that's, um, you know, woven throughout our cornerstones. And we think about uh, how we can provide students with those early uh, academic and wellness experiences. This Learn to Swim program will address all of those needs. So, uh, you know, as a, a school division, we want to ensure that our students are academically ready for life, but we also want to ensure that they are uh, ready for life through that lens of wellness. And so this program will uh, do both of those things. It will help students learn to swim. It will encourage them to think about their own self-wellness. It will encourage them to develop lifelong patterns of uh, taking care of themselves, to um, taking care of their own safety, their own wellness, and um, we're just excited about the endeavor. Well, it seems like swimming is sort of a skill that a lot of people take for granted. Mm -hmm. That, sure. you know, everybody knows how to swim, and that's not mm -hmm. the case. Um, so this is a really fantastic life skill for these kids to learn. 
Absolutely. And just like any skill that we learn in life, walking, running, biking, uh, swimming is a developmental process. And I think, as you said, I think we have many people who don't know how to swim. And then we have um, students and um, adults alike that think they know how to swim. And so uh, we want to make sure that the students have the skills that they need developmentally um, to be able to tackle swimming in a safe manner um, so that when they are in situations around water, which of course we know there's lots of water <laughs> in this area, whether it be our rivers, our bays, um, even the oceans not too far away. Um, we, we would just really want to make sure that students understand um, what it means to swim, how they can swim safely, and how they can engage in water um, sports safely. Now, who would have thought swimming would be all-inclusive like that, right? <laughs> like, I had no idea. <laughs> well, tell us, Leslie, just a little bit about the plan of action on um, the next upcoming school year and how the process will work for getting the students, you know, on the on the road to the Learn to Swim program. Sure. So um, we're going to um, roll out the um, swim program, if you will, in two phases. So um, as you may know, um, before the pandemic, we had two schools that engaged in a pilot if you will. So we had Carver Elementary that engaged with NOVA, and we had our Achievable a Dream Academy that engaged with the YMCA. So they were our, our trendsetters, if you will. <laughs> and then, of course, we paused a little bit with the pandemic. But as we go into this next um, school year, we have um, schools that will begin to engage through NOVA and YMCA. So they'll participate in the program. Um, they'll be going to um, both facilities, um, you know, uh, working with staff uh, at both facilities who are trained in obviously teaching students to learn to swim. Um, they'll be accompanied by staff from the school and um, that will look um, in, in various different ways. So we have some students that may go every day for five or six days. We may have some students that go once a week um, for you know uh, seven or eight weeks. We're, we're still working on some of those details right. if you will but that'll be our first phase and then the next school year all of our second graders will swim and so Again, we're just very excited to be able to give all students that opportunity. Yeah, that's amazing. I want to point out, and you've been mentioning the Y and Nova, and these are the mm -hmm. two aquatic facilities mm -hmm. in our area because mm -hmm. there are no pools in right. Henrico County Schools. Right. So this is a really unique partnership between the county, the schools, and these organizations to ensure that these kids learn to swim. Absolutely. And I think, again, as we talked earlier about that lifelong skill of learning how to swim and being safe for life, and also really um, introducing students to another opportunity because we don't have the pools in our schools. And so, um, but, you know, we have students that want to swim recreationally. We have students that want to be on high school swim teams. We mm -hmm. have students that, you know, want to be more competitive in swim. And then we just have students that want to be um, swimming just for recreation. So whatever the need, this, this really, this endeavor encompasses all of that and allows us to give students those early opportunities to see what they might be interested in life. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us? Um, I don't think so. I'm just, I'm very thrilled that this is a partnership between our county manager, Mr. Vitolkis, and of course our superintendent, Amy Cashwell. Um, this is their vision. And so I think it's just an honor to be able to lift it up and be able to give this opportunity to our students. Well, thanks so much, Leslie. We appreciated it. And I know those second graders can't wait to get swimming, okay? <laughs> we, we look forward to following the program and seeing how it goes. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Also jumping in with us is Mark Brandenberger, the Elementary Curriculum Specialist for Health and Physical Education. Welcome, Mark. Thank you for having me. 
Tell us about this program in terms of what parents need to know. Um, do they need to sign their second grader up to learn how to swim? It's a very good question. And uh, what we learned in our pilot experience with Carver Elementary School uh, just prior to uh, COVID school shutdown was that the parents play an integral role in us preparing to work with their students. Uh, so similar to any field trip experience, there will be information sent home to families to understand what the program is about, why we're doing it, what we hope to get out of it, in addition to your typical permission slips and uh, parent authorization for us to go on these trips. Uh, it is very important for the par parent to participate in feedback as we use their uh, input to gauge the current level of the swimmer, which allows us, once we arrive at our community partners, to put the students right in the water and get to work without having to spend as much time figuring out where the students are currently. Uh, so they'll have an opportunity to provide one-to-one -one feedback uh, to the instructors that will be working with their students. Um, so it's, it's a very a uh, simple process, very similar to any other field trip that we would take. They get all of the information ahead of, ahead of time and understand the when and the where. And uh, they also have an opportunity to come and observe, which is not something that we typically wow. have during uh, field trips, mm -hmm. that there are observation areas that, because the parents hopefully want to extend this learning into their own pool in their community, at the beach, uh, to continue these lessons on throughout life. And so it helps for them to see what their students are doing. So describe to us uh, basically a, a first day. So as soon as the students get there and they get in the water, what does that look like? Right, it, it's, uh, it's exciting. Yeah, of uh, course. <laughs> but there's a lot of anxiety because we're going to a new place. We're going to a place doing something that we might not have done before. So. Uh, the teachers are anxious, the students are anxious, I was anxious uh, as we're coming in. Uh, we arrive from the bus already dressed in our swimsuits. So we wear our swimsuits nice. to school. Uh, we transition with our morning meetings and then we get on the bus with our classmates and our teacher and we go to our, our swim facility. Uh, we unload and there's someone like myself there to greet the school and greet the students. So there's a school representative in the building. The students feel at home knowing that an administrator is there and we immediately get them into the changing areas where they're just dropping off their equipment. Mm -hmm. They're already dressed. Right. They, they go line up and they're uh, sorted into their groups. We already have that information ahead of time. And they sit and start to learn about water safety with their instructors, which is the first lesson. Um, so they're, they're really excited and wondering what's gonna happen next. They do get in the water on the first day mm -hmm. and they do uh, demonstrate some of the skills that they already know so they can become comfortable with their instructor and the program. Um, the groups are very small. There are no more than six students with any individual swim instructor. Um, uh, NOVA in particular also provides a lifeguard with each of those groups. So there are two certified staff members with every group and uh, a school administrator and the classroom teacher are both there to support the groups as needed on the, on the dock, uh, on the deck, excuse me. Um, we stay dry. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's, it's 45 minutes bell to bell of instructional time, uh, learning the new skills, and then comes the hard part, right? <laughs> 
taking wet students and getting them dry, <laughs> clothed and back on the bus. Right. Uh, but we learned a lot of things in our first year um, in terms of private changing tents for students and how to do that as quickly as possible and not having everyone in there at the same time. Uh, so, so we learned a lot uh, and it, it's three minutes or less uh, which is something unheard of with my own children in right. my house to get dry, dressed, and ready to return to school for our academic lessons of the day. Right. So you said it's a 45-minute lesson. How long do these lessons go on in terms of do they come back for a month? Or I know it's, it's different. It sounded like what Leslie explained is that some students may go every day, some students may go a couple times a week or you know how does that work out right there are many different models that could be used uh, the one that we are planning for involves each classroom going one day per week the same day of the week uh, on their trip there might be another class there as well uh, they're sorted into their groups amongst their classmates at, with 45 minutes in the water uh, for their lesson for seven sometimes scheduled eight weeks because we know there'll be holidays and there there may be a snow day we're doing this in february so there will be a snow day uh, so that we can make sure we have what we hope is the minimum number of intervention sessions with students so once per week we do like the continuity of the weekly lesson they are able to scaffold and build upon their previous learning uh, being in the water the week before and develop new skills as we go. And typically it does take at least eight lessons to develop uh, swim competencies, regardless of where your level to get to the next level does take multiple sessions. Other models may use every day of the week for one week or two weeks. There are many different ways uh, to help the students progress, um, but in terms of the volume of students that we're attempting to, to get in the water in the upcoming years, we think that the one one day per week will be the least interruption to the classroom and still have the maximum effect in the students. Well, get me in the water every day of the week, I'll tell you, okay? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so what are some of the benefits for the students to participate in this program? And that could be from any perspective. The, lots of different ones, of right? Of course, uh, yeah. Water safety obviously comes to everyone's mind that uh, within three hours, a three hour drive from where we are right now, there are 35 miles of beach, 61 lakes, nine river systems, 11,000 miles of shoreline on the Chesapeake Bay, not to mention your local facilities mm -hmm. and, and watering holes in your area. So as a Virginian, we are, uh, we are around water and we want our students to be water ready right. um, as a part of being life ready. So safety is fundamental. We want them to have the skills to understand what their skills are so they know what limitations they do have um, so we can prevent unintentional injuries or accidents or even deaths. Um, and that's, that's a huge part of it. But beyond that, the health and fitness uh, aspect of swimming as a way to develop cardiorespiratory endurance, to develop muscular strength and endurance, um, even core strength and balance and stability, is it, there are so many benefits. Uh, we have found that uh, even at the Olympic level, the highest level of cardiorespiratory fitness occurs in uh, distance swimmers, in, um, in biathletes with cross-country skiing, uh, as 
in Northern Europe, uh, as well as triathletes. So there's there's no arguing with the health <laughs> benefit. And unlike many of the things that we might explore in elementary health and PE, it is a lifelong skill. It's mm-hmm. a lifelong fitness opportunity. Everyone can do it. It It is adjusted immediately to your ability and your intensity level. You can go slowly with little resistance or you can go all out and you're gonna get maximum resistance. So everyone can tailor it to their individual needs. Uh, For that reason, we like to encourage it in everyone, Uh, but we have to build those basic skills similar to bicycling. Um, Walking and running come naturally. It's what we're built for. The human body is not built for swimming. We cannot use the same Uh, body movements and walking and running to keep us afloat. So it's not natural for humans to swim, ironically, uh, as much water is around us. Um, So we have to learn those skills. Uh, And we've learned that ages six and seven are the perfect time before we really develop a strong fear of water to get in and and learn those skills. So uh, targeting second graders in terms of uh, developmental readiness and appropriateness is the perfect time for an intervention with Learn to Swim. Can you share um, from the pilot program, since you were part of that, can you share what it was like seeing a student that maybe had a fear of the water or had no idea what they were doing progress to the point of being confident Right. The, and what that was like. Yes. The, they're all smiling. <laughs> and you don't always get that with every physical fitness intervention that we have. Um, they're excited about learning the new skill, and that's, that's not always the case. Uh, the biggest improvements that we saw, that I saw, were in the groups where we had students that were not comfortable putting their face in the water. to within two sessions going to the bottom of the pool to retrieve a toy or a a weighted device. Um, The confidence and comfort that they were in a safe place with an instructor, knowing that they couldn't yet swim, but having the confidence to learn how to go down and retrieve something to encourage the student to put the face in the water and understand rhythmic breathing. was was really powerful to watch them come up with the toy in hand immediate accomplishment and success which leads us to the next skill having more confidence with a skill that's going to now take me 15 meters through the water by myself um, which is scary Uh, but they're having the the lifeguard again with that group of six and also the swim instructor with that group of six Uh, they're very good at having with the beginner levels one student in the water at the time. So the students are on the side practicing kicking, but they're still tethered with the lifeguard to the wall uh, while that one student works for a few moments uh, with the instructor and then they rotate through that. But but watching them and then their excitement, and my turn's coming up, when am I, when am I going next? Um, that That's monumental in the student's confidence to go to the next level. That's got to be gratifying to watch. Absolutely. And and you you know that that the students are understanding, I'm doing something new and I did it Mm -hmm. and I was scared to do it, but with help I can get there. Love it. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything else you would like to share with us today? It's it's a wonderful opportunity that we've been granted. Um, And so we're very thankful 
that our county administration and our, our leaders saw this vision and were able to put it into play with something that started with only 88 students two years ago. Mm -hmm. And now we're projecting out to 4,000 plus uh, that we want every student to have the opportunity to learn how to drive safely, to learn how to exercise safely, and to learn how to swim safely and be around water. Um, and everyone has different levels. So it's, it's, it's unique in that everyone comes in in, in a different place but everyone can improve uh, from where they started. And so it's, it's neat in that regard that, that everyone is able to see development. And it's something that, uh, that they can take on with them and decide to move it into their healthy lifestyle outside of the classroom, which really excites me that we're exposing students to things that they will want to continue with. And hey, mom, come with me. Yeah. I want to go swim at the pool and it's good for you too. So the, the family and community support and, and just the access now to facilities that we have, it, we're headed in a, in a very exciting direction. This is going to be a fun program to follow just to see how this goes. It will be. There's going to be a lot of wet towels coming home <laughs> uh, and there'll be a lot of laundry that we need to do on, on a regular basis, but it, it will all be worth it for the kids. All right, we'll be watching. Thank you. Well, we'd like to thank both of our guests for joining us today. Swimming is it's an important life skill and it's rewarding to see that the partnerships with Henrico and the nonprofits and private, orga private organizations are creating positive experiences for the children in our community. Well, since we're in the thick of summer, we hope you'll find a pool to cool off from the sizzling heat and we'll see you next month. Bye. Bye.